0: Welcome to Words of Life, Love, and Freedom. I'm your host, Paul McKibben. And I'm going to talk a little bit today about being comforted and protected. The comfort and protection that we experience from the Lord. So one of the things that I realized in my life that was a key factor and feeling and knowing that I'm loved and comforted and protected by the Lord is recognizing th- His unfailing love. How He wraps us, up. He wraps us up in His unfailing love. He He uh, covers us and and loves on us with this unfailing love. And so it says in Exodus chapter 20, verse 6, But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commands. That's just a a, a, a little picture or a mental picture that you can kind of see there that Uh, how much God loves us when when we love Him and obey His commands. That He'll pour out His unfailing love on all those that love Him and obey His commands. It says in Psalms chapter 13, verse 5, But I trust in your unfailing love. I will rejoice because you have rescued me. There's nothing more comforting and um, experiencing the protection and the love of God than knowing that He has rescued us and that He carries us through with this unfailing love. If we trust in His unfailing love, he will give us a reason to rejoice he will he will give us a reason to rejoice and he will rescue us he will carry us through sometimes he sets us free from some things and sometimes he allows us to go through some things but he's always there to rescue us to some degree It says in Psalms chapter 23, verse 6, Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. You know, God's goodness and unfailing love is something that will follow us. If we serve God and we love God and we want to do His will and we want to do what's right, we don't have to worry about anything happening to us eternally as long as we continue to serve God and we keep Him as the main focus of our life. When we're in this life and we serve the Lord, we know where we're going and we have comfort and peace later in life when we get older or we may have health complications or whatever it may be. We know that we will be with the loved ones that were Christians and were saved and have gone on before us. And there's comfort in knowing that we will see our loved ones again. But it God's goodness and unfailing love will pursue us all the days of our life. And we'll live in the house of the Lord forever. We'll be with God forever in eternity. If we give Him our life now and let Him do with us what He wants to do with us, He will allow us to be with Him in eternity. It says in Psalm chapter 10, verse 17, Lord, you know the hopes of the helpless. Surely you will hear their cries and comfort them. You know God is a God of comfort. He's a God of love, but he comforts us through his love. And he, he's there to, to help those that are um that are being afflicted with various different problems, either ailments or situations in their life. And the Lord, He's a faithful God. And if we put our faith in Him, He will get us through. psalms chapter 23 verse 4 says even though i walk through the darkest valley i will not be afraid for you are close beside me your rod and your staff protect and comfort me you know one thing that i learned a long time ago is that it doesn't matter if we're up on the mountaintop or if we're in the valley, not only is God God on the mountain, but He's God in the valley as well. And He will get us through if we put our, tra- our trust and faith in Him, and if we continue to love Him and to continue to persevere and press on, He will get us through uh, these dark valleys that we go through in our life. Now, I've been through a lot of dark valleys in my life, and Um, some worse than others, but the Lord always got me through and the only time that it seemed like that it was taking a lot longer than it should have for me to get through this valley that I was in was when I wasn't learning my lesson or I was not paying attention to what God was trying to teach me. You know, the Lord is always trying to teach us things. He teaches us things through the mistakes we make. Just like a child that touches a hot stove, when you burn yourself, the child will realize, hey, I shouldn't do that. Much like with us, some of us are like children, spiritual children, and we tend to do things that sometimes may not make any sense sometimes we do things that we kind of know is wrong and we do it anyway just because our flesh wants us to do it and then when we suffer the consequences we wonder why are we going through the things that we're going through why am i going through these things it seems like every time i turn around i'm um i'm Getting all these bad things happen to me. And you know, I learned that I don't know, it's probably not the same for everyone, I don't think, but in my life when when I was suffering the consequences, um and it seemed like the things were just going wrong in my life, it was usually either because I was doing something wrong that I shouldn't have been doing, or that I was not learning from my mistakes, and I kept making the same mistakes over and over. And so, the Lord teaches us through our mistakes and in the discipline that he gives us and the discipline of the lord is not always fun i don't think it's fun that much really but the discipline of the lord is something that we should cherish to some degree because it's it's the lord showing us that he loves us it says in god's word that those that he does not chasten are not his. That's just paraphrasing what the word says, but it talks about that in Hebrews. That those that are not disciplined and are not chastened are not his. So if we do wrong and there's absolutely no consequences whatsoever, then we know something's wrong. So don't... Don't... um think that something is terribly wrong if you're experiencing consequences when you're doing things you shouldn't be doing, that's God showing you that He loves you. God wants all of His children to be with Him, and He He went to the cross so that we could have eternal life. He wants us to choose eternal life. He wants us to choose to serve Him, and He wants us to be with Him in eternity, now, unfortunately, not everyone's going to make that decision to follow God. Unfortunately, not everyone's going to make a decision to get saved and have an intimate relationship with God. But the Lord is going to save those that He can. And the Lord wants to save as many people as He can. But He knows in His great, awesome, mighty foreknowledge he knows ultimately who is going to choose him and who isn't. And it's not really so much as them choosing God. God is the one who does the choosing. And I'm not trying to make that sound like the God picks and chooses who he wants, but because he knows who's not gonna who would not choose to get saved, he ultimately is not choosing them to be. The chosen ones, or however you would like to say it. So that's a tough concept to understand, but God does want everybody to get saved, but He knows that not everybody will. Some people are just so hard-headed and stubborn, you know, that they just push God away and reject God and. And no matter how hard God tries, they shun God. They don't want nothing to do with God. They almost look at God like he's a bad thing. That he's bad for you. You know, it's bad for you to serve God is what some people kind of feel like. You know, they just want to serve their flesh. They just want to sin They just want to fornicate, do drugs, drink, whatever it may be. And they just want to serve their flesh. They want to be selfish. Because that's being self-centered and selfish when you just fulfill the desires of the flesh. You're only doing what you want to do. And that's all it is to it. And I know all about that because I was a drug addict and an alcoholic myself. So I can speak candidly on these topics. And it ain't nothing worse than somebody that, that doesn't want to do anything but get drunk and high. Somebody that just wants to get drunk and high or get involved in sexual immorality or all the above. You know, it's a, it's a bad cocktail to get involved in those things. It took me years to get off of the drugs and the alcohol. And, you know, and it's taken a long time for me to to get a hold of the sexual immorality that I had going on in my life. And so, I finally have gotten to a point in my life where I can honestly say that I'm set free from drugs and alcohol. I'm, I'm free from addictions. And... Even nicotine. I was addicted to nicotine for years. And nicotine by far. Was the hardest addiction to break. Even amongst all the drugs and alcohol that I did. Nicotine was by far the worst. Because it's so readily available. And it's hard to get away from it. So when we're going through the valleys in our life we don't have to be afraid because the Lord is right beside us and his rod and his staff will protect and comfort us and it says in Romans chapter 6 verse 14 sin is no longer your master for you no longer live under the requirements of the law instead you live under the freedom of God's grace isn't that wonderful news? You know that we don't have to live according to the law, the commandments anymore? I mean, of course that we should always try to abide by them because that the, the 10 commandments is the guideline for what is um, wicked and what is righteous. Righteous and of course, God knew that man wouldn't be able to keep the Ten Commandments, the Law of Moses, but He gave that to us so that us humans would see our flaws and that we would see that we need a Savior. And it through this wonderful, loving Savior, Jesus Christ, that has come to save and redeem us. We no longer live under the requirements of the law. We live under the freedom of God's grace because Jesus has come to set us free. He has come to set us free from the the penalties and consequences of sin and death. And that is just an awesome thing. I just, I'm blown away every time that I think about how even though when I sometimes uh, mess up and I know that sometimes I break one of the Ten Commandments or maybe a few of the Ten Commandments. I know that I'm not automatically going to hell because God loves me and He set me free from those Ten Commandments because I don't live under the requirements of the law. The law doesn't uh, make me righteous because there's no way to keep the law all the time. But through God's grace, mercy, love, and forgiveness, He extends to us the forgiveness and the grace and the freedom that we need to be able to boldly come before God Almighty in His very throne room up in heaven. He gives us the boldness to be able to go walk in there boldly before God and then we should I would say kneel on our face before God and seek his holy face. That's what I would that's what I would imagine myself doing if I was physically in the throne room like we spiritually are when we're praying. I physically would picture myself walking in boldly, but then immediately going down to my knees in honor and reverence of the Lord and seek his holy face. Praise God. Psalms chapter 32 verse seven says, for you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. You know, the Lord is always there to protect us from trouble and you know He's protecting you from trouble when before you even see the manifestation of the victory at hand, He's already singing songs of victory over us. The Lord is singing songs of victory over us right now because those of us that are saved, that have chosen to serve God and chosen to love and honor God. He's singing songs of victory over us right now as we sit here and and as we sit and, and we're doing whatever it is that we're doing. The Lord sings songs of victory over us and he continues to remind us of these songs of victory every time we get discouraged, every time we get feeling a little down, a little blue, a little gray, however you want to say it the Lord will sing these songs of victory over us and He'll let us catch a glimpse of it sometimes. As far as hearing some of the things that the Lord may uh, be singing over us, He instills that in our heart through His Spirit. Through His Holy Spirit, He allows us to, to sense some of the things that He's probably singing over us, these songs of victory. I know in my life, I feel like that every time I write a piece of poetry, that's a song of victory for me. Because every time I'm writing a piece of poetry, the Lord is teaching me something, He's showing me something, and He's training me in His ways and training me in spiritual warfare. So ultimately, for me, in my eyes, every time I write a piece of poetry, it's a song of victory. And I believe that the Holy Spirit which is the Spirit of God, inspires me with most of the, the things that are in those poetry, uh, the, those pieces of poetry. And that the Lord also uses the creativeness of my mind to work alongside with the inspiration of his Holy Spirit. So it can have a little bit of a personal touch, but it's also got a touch of God in there too. Psalms chapter 91 verse 14 says the Lord says I will rescue those who love me I will protect those who trust in my name And you know that's that's a promise from the Lord that he will rescue those who love him and he will protect those who trust in his name And that's an awesome thing to think about when it comes to the promises of God because knowing that if we trust God that he will protect us and he'll and he'll love us he'll rescue us when we love him and he protects us when we trust in him and that's just an awesome thing to think about and you know it, it takes a certain amount of wisdom with all of these things that I've been talking about today today in this podcast episode there's a certain amount of wisdom that comes with these things sometimes it takes a lot of seeking the lord it usually does take a lot of seeking the lord reading his word praying and all of the above seeking the presence of the spirit the holy spirit and trying to move flow and operate in the holy spirit the way that he's called us to it takes walking with an intimate relationship with God in freedom, not being hindered by anything, not being bound in chains of bondage, but being set free, being being uh, set free from all hindrances and bondages in Jesus' name. And so, when we um. Come to the Lord and spend time with Him. He will grow us in wisdom. He will allow us to be um, built up in wisdom. He'll reveal His divine wisdom to us when we ask Him to. So we don't want to forsake wisdom. It says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 6, Don't turn your back on wisdom. For she will protect you. Love her and she will guard you. So it's really important for us to really cherish God's wisdom. And we can always cherish God's wisdom when we think about how the Lord comforts us and protects us. And how he instills that in us through his unfailing love and his freedom that he gives us. And so that's just an awesome thing to think about. And so I got a piece of poetry I'm going to share today. And it's called You Comfort Me. It's called called You Comfort Me. And it was written on Tuesday, April the 26th, 2022, And I started writing it at 7.57 in the morning. So this is you comfort me. Oh God, you are truly such an amazing king. You are such a loving and patient God. You are mighty and powerful. You can surely get me through anything. Oh God, I love the tranquil nature of your spirit. You draw me to you. Your unfailing love can get me through. You comfort me. When things are rough or going smooth, you, dear Lord, always lead and guide me. You have truly opened my eyes. I'm no longer blinded by the enemy, but I can truly see. I wait with anticipation to hear your voice and the whispers of heaven. You comfort me. You, O God, lift me up. You strengthen and encourage me. You allow me to be the man of God that you have called me to be. As I hear the shofars of heaven blowing, you comfort me. You are calling your people to assemble and prepare for war. You are calling us to be ready. O God, as I spend time in your presence, I can hear the sounds of heaven. You comfort me. You, dear Lord, give me wings like an eagle to soar into the wind and exercise my freedom, leading those in bondage to a better life, and knowing what it means that God has come out of love to set the captives free. O God, you are such a loving and compassionate God. Surely your love I don't want to reject. You, O God, out of your magnificent love, chose to die for me, a man that does not deserve it. You stepped into death and out of the grave because you saw my life worthy to protect. You comfort me, O God, and I would just like to say... I will love, honor, and praise you, O God, all of my days. I will wait on you for your direction, continue to show me the way. You comfort me, dear Lord, and with your Spirit you so wonderfully fill me. You give me an everlasting embrace. You bless me with your love, joy, and peace. You truly set me free. praise God that's the end of the poetry piece that I wrote that that day uh, so if there's any of you out there that have been listening to these podcast episodes and and you uh, enjoyed listening to them please make sure you remember to hit the follow button and then hit the notification bell symbol and you'll be notified every time a a new episode comes out and you'll have access to the entire library of all the episodes I've done there's 20 of them that I've done now this is the 20th episode so please uh, continue to tune in and uh, keep following the podcast episodes and I will keep cranking them out uh, as as best I can and try to keep up with uh, doing them as often as I can. And know that God loves you. God loves you so much. And take comfort in knowing that He just wants to watch over and protect you. Do you feel like sometimes that that you don't have any protection, you know, that that all these things in your life are just spinning out of control and there's no safeguard there to protect you from something really bad happening. Well, if you feel like that at any moment something bad could happen in your life and your life could be dramatically changed for the worse, that's a... That's a telltale sign right there that you should probably get into a fellowship and a relationship with the the Lord. You know, the Lord wants to love on you. And sometimes when we don't feel His love it's because we've got walls up around us and we've gotten so hard-hearted that we are not allowing ourselves to feel the love of God in our life. If we would just open our eyes and see that God is right there with us and wants to love us and he wants to watch over and protect us, he wants to comfort us. He wants to he wants to shelter us under the shadow of the almighty, under the shadow of his wings. And so the Lord wants to protect us. He wants to be he wants to be our all and he wants to be our everything. And we just have to give him the opportunity to, to do what he said he would do in his word. To love us and protect us. That he will save us and redeem us. There, you know, there's no greater joy that I've experienced in my life than to get loved by God. And know that I'm saved set free and redeemed and I'm delivered from drugs and alcohol, I'm delivered from, from cigarettes and I've been set free and delivered from being sexually abused as a kid. And there's so many things that the Lord has done in my life. He's turning my life around for the good, all that negative junk that the devil tried to use to destroy me, to tear me apart at the seams. God is turning it around for good. And praise God that he did it just in time. Because I, I was ready to take myself out. I was suicidal for a long time. It's self-destructive and everything. And praise God that he set me free from all those thoughts of wanting to harm myself. And want to take myself out. That's a plague from the devil himself. Wanting to die. That's just, that's not of God. That's of the devil. So praise God. If, if you would like to get saved and you want to get into a relationship with God, right now is the best time in the world to get saved. You can be in the comfort of your own home. You can be in your car, wherever you are listening to this podcast episode. Just repeat this little prayer after me. Say, Dear God, Dear Heavenly Father, I love you, Lord God. And Lord, forgive me of my sins. I know I have sinned and done wrong. I am a sinner. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins and rising the third day, Lord God. And Lord, I just pray that you will save me, that you will come into my life and that you will be my Savior. You will be my Messiah, and you will save me from the consequences and the penalty of sin and death. And so, Lord, I thank you for saving me, and I praise your holy name. Thank you, dear Lord. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. If any of you out there repeated that prayer, praise God. You're part of the family of God now. You're a child of the King, the King Almighty. So, praise the Lord, and I hope that y'all will keep tuning in and listening to these podcast episodes, and I thank you for uh, lending me your ear to uh, to try to love on you and, and, and encourage you and share with you. Not only a little bit of scripture, but some testimony about my life and a a piece of poetry that the Holy Spirit inspired me to write. So God bless you. You have a wonderful day. And I will talk to you all again soon. God bless you. Bye-bye.